0: I was that's like too fruity.
1: <laughs> so, so this morning
0: I, I I was like, a podcast needs an intro song. So I went into yeah. like one of those music, like uh like you just make sheet music and then it plays it for you using different instruments. So oh, I dude. made that in like four minutes. <laughs> and I was like, eh, that's fine. It's pretty fruity. Hence the fruit basket. It's pretty fruity. <laughs> Welcome to the. It fruit It sounds kind of
2: like uh, if you if you watch like uh, it's always sunny. The like the fake music. It's like they have a fake podcast on there and that's the intro music.
0: That's yeah, I like mean me. <laughs> <laughs> this was like whipped up in like literally three minutes. Let like, uh, me just make something.
2: But yeah, it <laughs> works. It's pretty. Yeah. It gives okay, off the.
0: That, that'll, okay, that'll be. Uh,
2: Banana, orange, mango vibe.
0: Alright, uh, welcome to the fruit basket. I'm Grant, or the banana.
3: I'm Rishi, or Rice High, or Mango. I'm Iska,
2: or Orange. I also have several other names, but it would be a chore to go through them all.
0: (laughs) I mean, that would be like the full first episode. Um... So, yeah, so I was late because, um, Marcus it's was stuck. at
2: six p.m.
0: Yeah, I know. We were supposed to, I mean, we were supposed to start at, like, 7. But I had to part, pick Marcus up from the airport at 8. And he was late. I mean, he wasn't late. His flight was actually early, but he was, like, stuck in customs forever. He said he had, like, a bike that he needed from the fucking,
2: uh... Uh, massive baggage you know like there's regular baggage claim and then there's the massive baggage claim what's the massive baggage claim it's like for big baggage things like I, I, um whenever we go traveling me and my family um we always have to take uh my sister's car seat and that's goes in the massive baggage claim
3: that don't sound right
2: yeah, because it doesn't fit with the other luggage. Huh. So you... a bike, a bike wouldn't fit in in the normal bag. I
3: suppose. Wow,
0: well, what, 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 what an what entertaining I start to the podcast. <laughs> bag yeah.
2: Bags, yeah. I mean, it's relatable. Many people travel. Yeah, we <laughs> gotta build people.
0: our build a relationship with the audience. We're normal people too. <laughs>
3: yeah. Our audience of like five people um. in horny.
0: Yeah.
2: Five people Just, in horny, five people that are dating me.
3: And nobody in PCGC.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what that is, but
3: <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I I had a little doc of like what we could talk about before we get into um before we get into actually talking about nope and also I guess now beyond the black rainbow. Yeah. Since we so- all- since we've seen that. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I have is like, why why are we doing this? What? Why why are we doing a podcast? I have
2: You said it as an idea, and I thought it would be fun, and Richie thought it would be fun.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah,
0: the podcast market is so untapped. We're like breaking we it. We have around. no idea how to, do, how
2: to do any of this shit. Uh, but, yeah, I call not it on editing. That's fine.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm already. I'll. I'll do it. Hell yeah!
2: You're already
3: like the front man.
0: So
2: <laughs> you're, it's your channel, and uh-huh.
3: the, you're like the John Lennon of the
2: pod. The banana. Yeah, except I don't
0: beat my wife,
2: has already been established.
0: Allegedly. 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 To be proven. Yeah. Um. James Franco cast as Fidel Castro. What do you guys <laughs> think of that? <laughs> That's pretty awesome.
3: Okay, I, he, he looks like him. But I can in every see other the resemblance, aspect. yeah. But in every other aspect. That's fucking that, stupid, but it's also it's funny.
0: It's
2: so funny because, like, they cast him based off of phrenology.
0: I wonder how They're his like, Cuban accent's gonna be. Or do you think like, these, hey, like, these
2: hey, biopics. Hey, you're, you're a local capitalist. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm down with I, Batista. he
0: Like, I, I'm thinking for these, like, biopics. Uh, like for example, like Chernobyl, right? Or like story, uh-huh, like about re- like about real events or something. They, yeah. they cast English-speaking actors for like different language countries. Do you think those English-speaking actors should like talk with an accent from that country? Mm-hmm. Like in Chernobyl, they speak with just a, a standard like British accent. But do you think it would make more sense if they did like a Russian accent or something?
3: In my opinion, breaking the illusionary wall, you know, by by speaking in a different language, you're not trying to like uphold full one hundred percent accuracy. So I think it would just be like really corny if they spoke the accents.
2: It would be, in my opinion, um, the biopic peaked with Death of Stalin, where Nikita Khrushchev was played by. Steve Buscemi, and he made no <laughs> effort whatsoever to even look like Yeah. <laughs> just... Yeah.
1: That's the like ideal
2: it. approach. So like, there are some people with American accents, there are some people with um, British accents, there are a couple with French accents. Nobody cares. Yeah. Just the look the part vaguely.
3: But also, Death of Stolen is like a very comedic, pulled like back comedic version of the yeah. 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 So they can get away with it. Less so than like a series biopic. Okay, or but have still. you considered,
2: uh, not only is it funny, it actually did work to its effect. Like, it did work to its
3: effect. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, all biopics are straight up lies to some extent, you know? This is true. Like,
2: they just like, it up.
0: Like,
2: when it broke the the new Mar- uh, Marilyn Monroe thing was, like, fictional. Yeah. There was a lot of outrage, which is well, completely unwarranted. Is,
0: isn't it based... Uh, I'm really excited for it. Isn't it based on, like, a book, a, like, a fictionalized version yeah. of Marilyn, how Marilyn Monroe would, like, see her life or something like that?
2: Yeah, that's exactly it.
0: Yeah, so it's, like, supposed to be, like, a fictionalized...
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not supposed to be, like, real.
0: But it's also weird, because... I was looking at the trailer, I was watching, I've, I'm excited for the movie because I'm curious what it's about, um, it has, like, Ana de Armas, she still has a Spanish accent in that, like, it's yeah. kind of thick still, so, it, <laughs> that's
2: pretty weird. It is weird, but I mean, she can do whatever she wants, she was good in Blade Runner, and like, <laughs> I forget Blade what Runner else she's and in, out and that's it. out. <laughs> yeah. I've kind of changed my opinion on that since I saw it, I'll be honest. What did you think like, originally? When I saw it, I thought it was pretty clever. Because the story itself, it's pretty clever. I'll give it that, yeah. But also, it spends a lot of time like developing these politics that are like not interesting and not well done. A lot of it is dedicated to that. But it's also safe because it's also funny
0: and clever. Yeah, when I, I, I really only, I've only seen Knives Out once and it was like late, it was like 2am, I was watching it at my I watched
2: house. it at like 4am on an airplane to, I think, from, no wait, yeah, it was the flight to Qatar. I went to Qatar because it was a connecting flight to Iraq.
0: Dude, I, when I go on airplanes, I always pick like the dumbest shit to watch. As in, not dumb, but like things that shouldn't be watched on airplanes. Like yeah, I'll watch yeah. like visually, like for some reason I'll always decide to watch like a visually stunning film on an airplane. Like the first time I watched Avatar, <laughs> the first time I watched Avatar, the the blue people, one the blue people was on an airplane.
3: I think I when I was on an airplane like this. Yeah. When I was going to India this summer. I watched Dune for the first time on that airplane.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> the the second the
3: one. The good Dune. One. Good. Yeah. The, yeah. Both, actually, both are good Dune. Both oh are. Oh
0: my good. gosh! Yes, right. both are good. We'll talk about Dune in a different episode. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, I watched, I watched um, Villeneuve Dune
1: on the v- way to India. V-
3: And then when I was like 12, 13, I watched Blade Runner 2049 on the plane too. <laughs> to, you've seen
2: all your Villeneuve uh, intake has yeah, been right. on planes. You're right, that's, like, that's
3: all the Villeneuve I've seen. <laughs> on a plane. No, because like, when I was like
2: 12, 13. Um, wait, uh, 12, was, 13 was... watching Blade Runner. Wait, Blade Runner came out in like 20,
0: 2017. Yeah,
2: yeah that's so like I was five 13. years ago. Oh, shit. That is was... tricky you think no, about. Wait, wait, hold on. No, you're, you're 18 now, I think. Yeah.
0: No, but I didn't so watch you'd it after be thirteen. Rishi, aren't you'd be 13. Rishi, aren't you 17? Yeah, I'm 17. You fucking oh, okay. child. Children.
3: You turned 17 like two weeks ago.
0: Who, me? Yeah. I turned 18 four weeks ago, actually. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I turned 18 a month ago. That's
0: pretty... Okay, always. Yeah.
2: And... Small child. Okay, go on.
3: Wonderful and podcast you... conversation. Yeah, back, yeah, I know. Right? I was like 13. Yeah,
2: no, you were saying, like, uh, you told me that the you found the ideal plane movie, Manchester by the Sea.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No. Literally, oh my god. No, I'm. I'm not even joking about that. I'm being. <laughs> Wait. How come? Ironic.
0: What? What about the plane ride? Like enhances it?
3: No. It's just. It's, it's just, just the like vibe. When you when you're ten hours into a plane ride, and you like, you you just have jack shit to do. You're like No, dude.
0: The you're
2: ultimate. <laughs> no, like there's a certain fatigue that sets in on a long plane ride. Yeah. And like you're just, just sitting in that, that
3: one by Manchester by the because that's just yeah. like
2: a loathsome It's like... so depressing. Yeah. It's like you just wanted to make a sad movie, so you made it as sad as possible. Exactly.
3: <laughs> that's the perfect vibe of like the end of an airplane ride. And then like, yeah. Then like thirty minutes later you land and you're like, Oh cool. Whatever. Exactly. But you know yeah, when an airplane
0: normal. lands, you're like no longer sad because you're at your destination. So it can like ruin yeah. all the Sad vibes, or not ruined, but yeah. like disperse them.
3: Disperse,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the ideal way to watch a sad movie, in my opinion, because I don't want to be depressed for days.
0: I kind of like when I'm. just I mean, like it depends devastated. on how good the movie is, too.
2: Like sometimes, like I do love the movie so much that I am depressed for days. But I also, like I don't want to be sad all the time, <laughs> generally.
3: That's cool. Yeah. But also, you're not you're not on ten-hour plane ride very often. Not very often. But last if, you, time. if you ever find yourself in a of plane ride and you haven't seen Manchester I see it's a perfect
0: before. You know what the you know what I think are perfect airplane movies?
1: Yeah. When
0: you're when what? you're going to like a destination that you've never been before, like a Disney animated movie that takes place in that area. Like if you're flying mm-hmm. to Greece oh. or something, you gotta watch Hercules. Yeah.
2: That's Dumb as fuck, but
0: <laughs> no, you gotta understand it. <laughs> it, hy- it hypes, it hypes it up. You're like, oh my god, I'm going to Greece. I'm gonna see all this cool Greek stuff, like in the movie, Hurt, the hit Disney animated film Hercules. <laughs> you Hercules, know, the um, apparently,
3: account. account
2: they're they're Aubrey trying U. to get
0: Hercules is a biopic. They're trying to
2: get <laughs> Guy Ritchie to remake Hercules.
1: Oh, that'd be what, horrible.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it would be horrible. That's they... that's messed up. Poor what? guy, Richie. The ancient Greeks, they, did they speak Latin?
3: No, they spoke Greek.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, they spoke Greek? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a... I mean, not okay. modern Greek. That doesn't make like, sense. Latin should... is Roman. Really? I think so. Oh, Latin well. is like... I guess that... I... Fuck them. Yeah. Well, I don't... <laughs> I don't think it, de- it developed
3: before Rome, but like...
0: Rome I don't know
2: that. much about etymology. Right, right, right.
0: They it's should speak.
2: Or is that the if one? they
0: do remake Hercules, they should all speak like Greek.
2: Yeah, that's true. True. With that would enhance the perfect.
0: experience of a
2: family-friendly guy Ritchie film.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> speaking of like, like languages, like accurate dialected movies. You do you guys? You, you guys watched Prey, right?
2: Oh yeah, I I, I watched the Comanche Prey. dub actually.
0: I tried to watch the Comanche dub, but I really, it like, it. I thought they were going to, I heard that when they were recording, or when they were, yeah. I heard somewhere uh, I, that they were going to do both an English version and, like, a, like the actors were going to do their lines again in real life in Comanche.
2: Yeah, that's what I got from that article, too.
0: But that, that, that didn't happen, so it was just, like, separate, a dub. Yeah.
2: That's lame. It yeah. is lame, but I enjoyed the dub because first of all it is like still like well acted and whatever but also because it gives off like that vibe like you know suspiria and all those Sergio Leone uh westerns spaghetti westerns where all the uh, uh, uh <clears throat> where all the dialogue is just dubbed yeah, and there like, is no way to get the
1: movie.
2: yeah any old italian movie specifically well,
3: like, literally any old, any movie that came out before
0: 1960
2: yeah mm, debatable but sure yeah it gets off that vibe and I like it. I like it. I like the I, movie
0: a lot. I don't know. I I I didn't I didn't like the dub because I mean first like I thought it was gonna be what I was describing earlier where the actors were actually saying it. I mean they did the mm-hmm. actors did come back and they were the ones that recorded the dub. Yeah, they yeah. did they did put a lot of effort into it. But it's just also the the closed captioning was really annoying. Because yeah. it wasn't just words. Like, it wasn't subtitles. It was closed captions. So it was like... It was like, bang, or something. It would be like, ground crunches.
2: I don't see how this is a prey issue, though.
0: <laughs> no, it's not a prey issue, but it's just... I'm just bringing that up, I guess.
2: hmm Yeah. I guess... I, I get how that's annoying. I prefer to watch all my movies with captions, just because... Uh, I sometimes get distracted audio-wise when I'm, like, at home and shit. Uh, because no one ever shuts up for my movies. <laughs> it's a weird thing to ask, to, so, like, ask your family to shut up so you can watch something for two hours. They so do you watch on TV? I mean, occasionally. I try to watch in my room most of the time, but, like, sometimes I just prefer the TV. Because it gets super hot in my room. And also the TV's big. Yeah, you see.
3: Actually, Did you,
0: have I you seen Prey yet, Rishi?
2: No, I haven't.
1: seen Prey. I want to
3: watch
2: the... Your 2022 movie conception is lacking.
3: For I know,
2: real.
1: though very real. You know. You know.
3: What <laughs> like, fucking... I, Are you I not going to watch Prey because it's feminist two weeks. propaganda? I was moving around for, like, a month. You know? I got an excuse. True,
2: true. I, um, I don't know. If I, I've been following my occupational history, I guess, but like, so I worked at Subway for a bit, and then, uh, we kind of mutually split, which is to say that uh, I quit, <laughs> and um, I work at GNC, which is a vitamins and supplement store, and because funny ass store
1: a yeah. kind of
2: hilarious store. <laughs> it is. We sell horny goat weed, which doesn't actually work, by the way. It's just called horny goat weed, and it's supposed to have this like horny effect, but it doesn't work. It's not on goats work. or for
0: humans. No, for humans, but it's just oh. called horny goat weed. <laughs> I thought it was for like. I thought it was for like, like to help I mean, goats I'm like reproduce the... in case they're struggling or something. I'm sure
3: goats find.
0: Yeah, goats if fuck I'm like crazy. I bet. Remem- <laughs> if
2: I'm remembering correctly, sorry, um, if I'm remembering correctly, the myth comes from the fact that goats do in fact ingest the weed and then fuck. What? Is yeah. it like they
0: just eat cannabis?
2: No, they ingest horny goat weed, which isn't cannabis. It's weed, oh. like a weed, as in the type of plant. Oh. Oh yeah, exactly. We don't sell weed. We're not <laughs> oh, okay. Ethan's. We well, sell... you are in
0: California, so
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the nothing goes on GNC. So I just watch movies all day. Like today, I watched Spike Lee's Malcolm X.
0: Oh, it's so on your phone.
2: Uh, sorry, what? On your phone? No, yeah, no, I, I bring my computer.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are
2: yeah, you just no. at the register? Yeah, uh, the register is kind of like this little cubicle. There's this nice little space that's perfect for my laptop. Oh. And I just watch it there. And no one ever sees it, so I always just pause and then quickly shut the computer uh, before any customer sees what I'm watching. So I can even watch, like, weird shit. Like, I watch John Waters movies in there. No one ever tells.
0: Yeah, at the, at the AMC. Um mm-hmm. I work weekday. I work we- I used to work weekend nights. It was so fucking busy every night. Um I and could. now now I work I work weekday mornings at a movie theater. So it's just completely <laughs> dead. So if I'm at the concession stand, I'll just put my the back of my phone has like a material that's like I don't know what. It's like rubbery, right? And it can it like sticks to the register screen. So, I'll just put my phone on the register screen and I'll watch movies
1: or like TV <laughs> shows
0: or YouTube videos. And if I'm working box office, so I'll do the same. And if I'm an usher, like cleaning the theaters, fucking, you, like you don't even have to clean shit because nobody goes in. You clean like two, you clean up like two popcorn spills and then the next movie ends like 30 minutes later. So, I can just, I literally just sit on those reclining chairs and I just, watch like nothing's shit. planning. You just, yeah, I literally just sit on those reclining chairs until Maria Menounos pops up on the screen, like, randomly. <laughs> and it's like, hi, welcome to fucking Nuvi. Welcome to the Nuvi. Download the Nuvi app.
2: Nuvi app. Has anyone I downloaded I the... that
0: once. You've... Yeah, you I was bored. I came Nuvia? there, like,
2: 20 minutes early. And I was like, okay, might as well. I see it happen every time. And she was like, oh, you can play the video games on the big three. And I was like, oh, cool. So I did that.
0: What
1: and, was that like? like um,
2: Nuvi app. Well, for 10 seconds, you could see a car that I think I was controlling on the screen. That's it. Literally 10 seconds, and you just see that, and it's over.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think you're the first person I've ever met that has downloaded movie.
2: I mean, it was just out of curiosity. But it, it, it's worth it. It was like, cool. Oh, cool. This is what it actually... It, it, it works. It's not like a fake thing to bait people in and it doesn't actually exist it does in fact exist
0: it's a real br- thing i don't even i've been seeing marina maria menounos promote nuvi since i went first went into the theaters when i was like three years old
1: i have no i, I feel, feel like she's been around is. forever
2: realistically it was someone else at some point but they all just blend together you know
0: yeah they're all just like white white brunette lady why Brunette Lady comes in before the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speaking of shit they play before the movie starts. Um. I watched Nope. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, hell yeah. Was it yesterday? Or two days ago?
3: Two days ago. No. Yeah. Yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, I watched yesterday. it yesterday. Fuck. <laughs> um. and God, every fucking trailer they played before it was the exact same i, know, I was going right? fucking insane in the movie theater holy shit when i saw
2: nope they played a trailer for the movie like i had vaguely heard of this movie like pray for the devil and it, it i was like okay a catholic horror movie cool i'm never gonna pay that to this. but the trailer played and it had an exorcism university i was like okay that's the
3: stupidest concept but they're like gonna make an <laughs> so actual stupid. horror movie out of it no no camp Zero camp. I'm trying to make it like actually
1: An actual horror movie.
3: Um, That that (laughs) in itself makes it really funny. A
2: bit Exorcism University where they have like university hospital rooms full of possessed people.
0: (laughs) I think the funniest trailer I I saw recently was that smile trailer.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god, bro. I was I was there with Chris. Watching bodies, 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 and right before, I, I, I literally, I was laughing so hard during the smile trailer, I started choking on my sweet tart ropes, <laughs> like like literally choking. Especially, I fucking I died when um you know at the end of the trailer when like the person's head like pokes down under the car window. Yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck! Oh, that's the funniest jump scare I've ever seen.
2: After witnessing a traumatic experience involving a patient, a doctor's own mind begins to turn on her. That's the description for a Smile. Isn't A24 a has movie? fucking ruined horror this movies, feels, I swear to God. This feels like a Blumhouse movie. It is not a It's like
0: movie. that Truth or Dare movie. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what I was thinking. It's yeah, there.
2: yeah. That, that was a Blumhouse movie, wasn't
3: it? I'm pretty huh? sure. I mean, it's fucking dog shit, so it has to be. I
2: don't know. Blum, Blum, Blum has made, like, four good movies. Yeah, his it's entire four. life. Four, yeah. Um, that's enough.
0: I can only I think they of get produced, out. that's it. Yeah, they produced Get Out.
2: Get Out, which they made Pinesman, which was like okay. And they
0: made um uh The Visit, which I like a lot. Yeah. Well we'll talk about M Night in the future.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have My an
0: entire episode are, about
2: M Night. Fuck. We'll talk, we'll, dude, we talk about M Knight
0: for weeks straight.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we really can.
0: <laughs> but I refuse. To, I mean, if I, dude, if we ever do, an we M. Night we better binge, have an I episode dedicated die.
2: entirely to M Night. We better.
0: We
3: we okay. We do the M Night episode episode one hundred. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Two years from now.
3: That's the price to pay for your being you know, old. Either that, or somebody pays me a thousand dollars. That's the lowest <laughs> bid for me to talk about M Night. I will.
2: I'll do that.
0: Gladly, I'll take the offer. We gotta get okay. dude. Is if there's is there an M Night Blu-ray collection? There probably is. Oh, I hope so. Like, there's You, a, <laughs> you know how there's like there's Blu-ray Blu-ray Unbreakable
2: of, like... trilogy Blu-ray collection. I looked at that before.
0: I want like an. I want there to be like an M Night catalog Blu-ray thing.
2: Mm, I think. I mean.
0: That would have. I would doubt it because they're all like different distributors.
2: Plus, like, M Night doesn't like um Avatar. Yeah, thinks and, it's a dog shit movie, so he might not include that.
0: Or yeah, After and Earth. a lot of his movies are ass. So I don't think people. Would, <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think many people would buy that. You know, it's I not like a. It's not like defend, a studio ghibli collection.
2: <laughs> I will happily defend *Lady in the Water* and *The Happening* and *After Earth* and, um. To an extent, *Avatar* it's not as bad as the people say, but it's also pretty bad. Um.
0: I, I want to
1: go. I think
2: that's all the movies people think are shit.
0: In my, so in my, uh, potential conversation doc earlier,
1: <laughs> uh, <Captain> uh,
0: doc? <laughs> the doc. Yeah. Uh, there was something I, I wrote something, I wrote prey outrage on there and I tried to transition into prey earlier, but then we quickly went off that topic. But have you guys seen like the, uh, prey outrage from incels? It's like, Oh, it's just feminist propaganda. Yeah, Yeah, that happens with every female protagonist movie. But yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Like, these motherfuckers, like, they're like 40-year-olds who grew up with uh, Alien and Terminator 2. And they still think a female protagonist is, like, the end of the world.
2: No, uh, but with Prey, it's especially stupid. Because Prey goes out of its way to, like, uh, present her as, like, very much trained, uh, training herself, proving herself continuously constantly at a disadvantage, but learning to, like, outsmart the Predator.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the, like, that's... The original Predator movies, it's, defeating the Predator isn't about being physically stronger than it, or, like, physically beating it, right? You can't, it's the fucking Predator, it beat a, spoilers, it fucking killed a bear, right? Oh,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so, no one is stronger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is just as weak compared to the predator, as as the main character in prey forgot her name.
2: Yeah, I mean the fair uh, the point that like an entire like group of military men couldn't stop the predator at first, like is fair I guess. But like this is also a very much less advanced predator, and the movie displays it as such.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and she doesn't the, defeat the, the predator the
1: Go
0: ahead. Oh yeah, sorry if so this kind of spoils it, Rishi, but that's whatever. She she doesn't defeat the Predator by She defeats it She doesn't defeat it by like physical like fucking punching it or whatever. She like outsmarts it and lures it into a trap. Three traps, actually. Yeah. If I remember correctly.
2: Which is like great. Like that was a good sequence. I really like that
0: end battle. Yeah, it's like a very it's a very simple movie, but it's it's good.
3: There's like like different layers as to why that argument is stupid. Like the argument that shots on Twitter are making. Because like, mm-hmm. along with the shit that we already mentioned, Predator, the original Predator, was supposed to be like a subversion of macho action movies. Because they put oh, like, yeah. a bunch of big strong men up against something they can't defeat more once. And they had to use something other than their big strong muscles to defeat it. And that was the whole point of Reddit. That was the entire message they were trying to trying to I
2: I would argue there's also like the message regarding American foreign policy
0: and shit, but that was a huge part of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: I mean. But oh, uh, uh, pray. Um, oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Also, like, wait. No, I forgot what I was gonna say. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, pray is. Fucking way better than anything, any Predator sequel, right? It's like the only Predator, Predator movie dude. that's as like <laughs> that can compete with the first Predator. It's better than okay, the Predator. Be,
2: yeah. The oh yeah, yeah. The Predator, Black's
0: Predators was <laughs> absolutely dogshit. It, wep- dude, the Predator literally weaponized autism. Oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> oh I remember uh, at the end
2: they like. Make Iron Man suits out of the predator equipment, which like completely goes against the message of the first the two predator movies entirely, especially the second one where the the point of the second one is that military technology is uh the past, present, and future of american uh, R- uh army mechanics and in the end of the second predator movie, the predators hand Danny clever like this symbol of their respect which is a flintlock 19, eighteen seventeen oh five pistol mm-hmm. which is referenced in Prey at the end of Prey if you remember Yeah, and uh, he's like oh you've been here all along like you've been t- uh, terrorizing us from behind the shadows as long as you've seen it and this is what America aspires to be in prior to 2 that is like explicitly clear um but in The Predator, it's the same sequence. America actually becoming The Predator, but done
0: in a good way. And that's, like, insulting. <laughs> what, about, what, about, what about the message in Alien vs. Predator? Alien
2: versus Predator's <laughs> message is that it's cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. What do, you guys, what do you guys think of those versus movies?
2: I like them i like, like freddy
0: the versus jason
2: i haven't seen freddy versus
1: jason
2: i haven't seen freddy vs jason but i remember a scene of freddy versus jason where freddy krueger walked up to a black woman and she's like and he's like oh yeah chocolate and that's just so stupid and bad yeah <laughs> uh yeah
0: chocolate
3: <laughs> and i'm just like thinking about the I'm not thinking about the in-universe crossovers like Batman v Superman and Godzilla v Kong, because like those are those That's are those like... are a separate thing entirely, as far as I'm yeah concerned.
2: yeah. Like oh. would Spider-Man no way home qualify?
0: Uh, I'd say uh, well, I mean, it does.
3: mean, uh, it's not really. a... Uh, I guess no, it.
0: No, I I I'm thinking more of like one v ones, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean okay. of course. Uh,
2: Alien versus Predator. I I, I mean I thought it's it's cool, but like there is like the point of, of like, oh military technology meets the oh, the aliens and foreign, and our past catches up with us and all that shit. You know but also it's cool.
0: These these crossover movies. I uh, I always thought they were like oh like I enjoyed them kind of, but I for like it's spectacle and weirdness, mm-hmm. but crossover movies always have those like huge fanboys that are like yeah let's go dude freddy's fighting jason right fuck i've been waiting for this for years (laughs) um and i've never got it until i'm a huge spider-man fanboy until no way home which is like i get that it's manipulative fan service but holy fuck i'm I was one of those dudes who was clapping when Toby and Andrew went on screen. Okay. All right. When I watched the opening weekend, Toby and Andrew came out. I was like, let's fucking go. And I started clapping and cheering. Mm
1: -hmm. It's
0: pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I've
2: always wanted to get into power scaling. That just seems like fun.
0: Power scaling? arguing
2: online. uh, Yeah, yeah. It's like this whole thing where people try to match up different... um, Fictional characters' abilities and powers together.
0: Oh, I like, mean, example. like, Compound versus them?
2: battles. No, oh. you know, like, versus battles, who would win, Goku or Superman? Oh, like. And it's like this entire community dedicates, like, oh, so when Goku punches this thing, it takes this amount of force, and you can see it in the torque and motion here. And when Superman punches this thing, it takes this amount of force. So clearly, Goku. Goku is this is capable of
0: this much more power than superman can't superman literally punch through dimensions
3: some shit I like
0: mean, that they <laughs> it. oh no they years. fucking do everything <laughs> superman yeah. is god yeah he's the i worst mean yeah superhero literally that, that is like Steel. what we saved Zach. we saved zach schneider for another episode <laughs>
2: we saved zach schneider <laughs> and m night Shyamalan for another episode Okay, actually, we should probably do the top 100. And oh, we're no. like, oh, hold
0: on. I just want to quickly bring up one more Yeah, we're more 40 thing. minutes in right now. I want to quickly bring up <laughs> one more thing on the dock. Um, yeah. DreamWorks uh, is releasing their uh open source. They're, they're making their export software open source now.
1: Oh, shit. That's cool. Yeah. What does that mean? It
0: means it's like a fucking crazy rule cool. th- 34 3D porn now.
3: Oh yeah. Wait no, what? Yeah. How would the export software
0: lead to that? Oh, uh, hey man, I don't know. Actually, I don't really know. Let me. Like, <laughs> I don't just, know what that's I'm saying. Just what they use but... to
3: render their 3D shit, right? Not render, but like, like yeah, put it like... all together, right? Yeah. They're not. It's not like they're making. The I guess 3D, with assets 3D animation,
2: by the it might be different. Might depend.
1: You know what? Yeah, yeah you're right. I don't know anything is gonna about be race rule thirty-four. Because
3: why not? Mm-hmm. hmm So, what properties does DreamWorks even have that would warrant that?
0: Oh, uh, Shrek. Uh, Duh. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> the bad Kung guys. Fu Panda? Oh, That's
2: you're Kung right. Panda. You're right. Bad guys. Are... I really hope Kung Fu Panda Four is like you know that style that Spider Verse started, and then like. The yeah, bad guys and everybody the
3: boots.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The, the fucking
0: comic uh, book. This
3: the cel shaded, but not stuttery
2: cel really. shaded. Yeah, the quasi cel shaded is in that style. That would be cool.
0: That would be. There's yeah, gonna yeah, that be that a kung fu panda four. There is. Kung They've officially announced it. Oh my god! Why? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it makes money. Of course, it should be a Jack Black. Yeah, is I mean, come like, back. after
2: Minions 2, do you think that they're not going to do uh, 2010's animation legacy sequels?
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: What have we done? What have we brought upon the world?
1: Hmm.
0: I really like. I two. think The Bad Guys was my favorite animated movie so far this year.
2: Uh, I mean, what animated movies have come out this well, year? I, mean, I don't even remember. If you
0: count, like,. like wide releases then my favorite would be mad god came out in 2021 but it's wide release was 2022 so i i uh, mad mad god is my favorite then if we count that
2: um discounting bune oh uh, i was gonna say that that came out yeah my favorite animated movie so far would probably then be bob's burgers movie
0: (laughs) let's go yeah (laughs) (laughs) i haven't seen that
2: I, I I don't watch Bob's Burgers the show. I just threw it on once, but it was it was a good movie. It was nice. I've only seen I've exclusively seen Bob's Burgers episodes when there's forty minutes left of a plane ride and I just want something while it lands.
0: Um. Okay. Okay. So I just want to talk about Beyond the Black Rainbow. Beyond the Black Rainbow. Uh, okay. Do one of you guys want to like do a quick synopsis of what it's about, if you can, if you even can.
2: Beyond the Black uh. Rainbow is about a girl who's being held on this commune by a cult. And this cult has different methods of coping with trauma, none of which are healthy. And she may have powers, but she may also just be high. And she escapes. And uh, the cult leader accidentally kills himself.
0: <laughs> Try uh... to her. Beyond the Black Rainbow is, uh, I remember... I, it is vibe opinion, It's the ultimate no plot, just vibes film. Yeah. To me,
2: it, it it felt like a homage to uh to Cronenberg, Suspiria, and uh, Manhunter, which is the Michael Mann movie.
3: Because it, I can definitely see the Cronenberg.
2: Yes. Yeah. Like
3: it even takes place in 1983, which is yeah the year of video
2: and uh, and I'd say that that's how it connects to Manhunter too, which kind of, uh, for a while, defined um, that sort of thriller. In fact, and I maintain to uh, this to an extreme point, David Pincher made an entire career off of ripping off Manhunter, and <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> Watch Manhunter, you'll you'll see it. You'll see like oh Does
0: Mank rip off man uh Manhunter? Okay, not
2: Mank, but like Zodiac and shit. (laughs) Hidden seven. Okay. Yeah. Yes, the social network is rips off Manhunter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But um Does Alien Cube the rip off Manhunter?
2: Alien Cube does the best center.
0: It's very, it's a, it's his le- it's the least Fincher movie he's made. Yeah, and it's the yeah.
3: best. <laughs> um. That's not a way Fincher movie, he just got hired to do some shit. He did,
2: yeah. Every great director needs a weird franchise entry.
0: Even Lynch has Dune. Yeah, you right. So back to, uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. What do um, you guys think of its, like, visual, like, its, um, kind of, uh. Poor quality aesthetic. Poor quality? I what mean, mean like, like... Like the graininess? Yeah, yeah the graininess. Not grainy was... enough. I a... <laughs> I think it was awesome. No, I, I no. loved... No, so I liked the it so much texture to that the was movie. The joke. But, yeah.
2: I, yeah. I, I, I thought it was pretty great. Um, I'd honestly give it a 9 out of 10. Because it's just... I think that little, like... I didn't really care throughout the whole runtime. It was trippy and yeah. weird. But, like... In going all out on this aesthetic, you lose a bit of that emotional substance. See, I I, I don't agree with the idea that, like, style over substance means sacrificing emotion. Emotion is the key to any really amazing stylistic project, right? Um,
0: I think the style really, in my opinion, it adds to a lot of the feel.
3: I feel like, in my opinion... I believe that style is substance. Yeah, but that's an
0: entire different
3: can of worms. Yeah, but, I believe that too. Um, when I was watching it, I was I was like just immersed in the in the visuals. And at a certain point, I was like, maybe I should like think more about this. When I started doing that, I didn't enjoy it as much. So I just went yeah, back exactly. to just ogling at the visuals, you know?
2: Exactly. Like that, I don't that's I don't think it's meant
3: to be thought about too hard. It's just supposed to be exist as a. As a just visual art piece, and and for that
2: reason, I enjoy it a lot. But like, I can't like bring myself to ever watch it again. I'll be
3: honest. I I, I've, I feel like okay. I want to watch it again in like a year from now, in a two year, years yeah. from now, so I can actually understand it. But I I as get of it now. I enjoy I the visuals. It.
2: Like I don't want to be like oh I'm smart. I get it. I I mean like I kind of get it. Like the point is kind of like. The strength of her escape resided in her the entire time and she yeah. was brought down by the cult and all the bad shit they're doing, the self destructive shit they're doing is nothing compared to the power we hold inside. I get that. I, think... I just think that's kinda of corny and not really well done <laughs> in here.
1: You know
0: what this kind of reminded me of aesthetically? <laughs> Cube.
1: Yeah.
0: You're right. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, yeah. It's that. very cubey.
2: <laughs> I mean yeah. she's like I can see it, but rooms, Cube has a kind of a more thing. Cube is like definitely more lower lower budget.
3: No Cube is more grimy.
2: Yeah, that that's what
0: yeah, and I was looking Cube for. Cube is super cheesy. I mean I I like Cube, don't get me wrong. Cube's really I like it's Cube great better, line. I'll be honest. <laughs> Cube is very straightforward. Um it's a little like it's we could do a whole episode about just Cube we could do a whole episode really anything, but I to, I, to be honest I've, yeah. I've, I've I'm under, you know, I've always been under an, this thought that when people like music, right, they don't, a lot of the, like, if it's a foreign song or something, or, or they don't really understand the lyrics, they can still say, oh, this song's a fucking bop, right? Because they yeah. like the way it sounds. But for movies, in my, like, if I just like the way it looks, or like the way it sounds as well, I don't have to understand what the fuck is happening to really enjoy it.
3: Yeah, know you're right. You're right. Yeah,
0: cuz yeah, yeah. people are people are like, "Oh, I didn't get it. It sucked." It's like you wouldn't say that with a song, right? Like I listen to yeah. I listen to anime intros like daily. Yeah. That's like so much of my playlist. I don't speak Japanese, but they're fire. They're bops. So with movies too, if they just look cool or sound great or they just have that energy to them that like clicks with me, I fucking love it just like music.
2: Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that definitely. But like, for this on the same like note, like, um, there are movies that are cool looking, cool sounding, and all that. But they also have that substance to them. They also are more fleshed out and deeper. And uh, I mean, not deeper in the sense that, like, oh, it's profound. Like, more mm-hmm. deeply connected, you know, in some some of its parts in a way that like a movie that just is a bop isn't like i like movies yeah. that are bops in fact
0: i would it's, say i overanalyze movies that are bops often it's like um it's like tron legacy versus blade runner i i, I draw that well, comparison because tron legacy has a sick aesthetic oh it does sick synth music like it's got i mean daft punk with the score mm. it's amazing but really there's not much <laughs> to the movie besides its Honestly, cool, like,
2: I, I, I scenes disagree. And
0: shit. I disagree. But I mean like Tron Legacy mm-hmm.
2: actually does its point much, much better than like most movies. That the Chains I think Tron pre- is
0: better than I think Tron Legacy is better than Tron. Because for me the Tron Legacy the Tron story I don't really care about. Which is why when you look back at the original Tron, it looks like shit.
2: Like <laughs> I Tron oh my
0: god! Tron
2: One looks exactly how it's supposed to look, which is supposed to be like a seventies Atari three D video game aesthetic. And you know what? For yeah, that, but that's not cool inco-
0: to look at. In my...
2: <laughs> okay, but I like looking at it, S M A. It's like here,
0: here's.
3: I, I mean, yeah, like, if you if you're if you're looking at movies purely aesthetically, that is. Arguably the most subjective way of looking at boobies. Yeah. Because, like, it's
0: just, if you like the visuals...
3: I like the you visuals. You like the movie. You don't. That's as
2: simple as that.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, of course, but... Yeah. Here, I, I just want to... Um, A lot of the time, people, like... Uh, and I agree with them. They, like, say that... Oh, Tron... Like, a, one of the big compliments to Tron, the original, which, I mean, I kind of agree with, is it was like, a great, um, visual effects leap, right? Yeah. Uh, but, I feel like it, it wasn't that big of, I mean, it, I'm sure it was great, right? But I don't think mm-hmm. it was, like, the same leap that Avatar was in 2009. Because if you look back at other movies that came out around then, you have, like, Terminator 1, and you also had, like, fucking Blade Runner, right? Yeah, and we had, like, Star Wars around, uh,
2: like yeah yeah, i really uh, do understand that that's not
0: but also
3: those use practical effects true true not not cgi i honestly a whole different kind of worms
2: i disagree with looking at tron as like the standpoint in the history of films i think it's like it's honestly much more contextualized in terms of quality when looking at it within the context of the history of video games in my opinion in the history of Atari and the the games industry before and after its crash, because in that you get a snapshot of what the film actually is trying to portray, and how well it does
0: so. I think, yeah. I mean, I need to rewatch Tron. I I haven't seen Tron since in a few years, and I don't know if I was watching it in the right mindset because I remember I watched Tron Legacy, which I was like, oh, this is cool as fuck. It's got like the light bikes. It's got fun a- like fun uh, action scenes, I guess. I would I like you know,
2: to say if, that Tron yeah. Legacy is in a similar boat as Tron, in my opinion, where it's a visual can't really be dated. Because where Tron, the original, tried to mimic the 70s and Atari's uh, 3D video game aesthetic, um, Tron Legacy um, imitates the PS3 video game aesthetic. And it looks mm-hmm. like a PS3 video game. So it could never be dated. That's it. <laughs>
0: Especially right, so, the uh, Jeff riches, the 80s. I think we should. Though, uh, <laughs> get, I think beyond we should. the uh, Black get, Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we should <laughs> get off the go back to beyond the Black Rainbow. It's a fucking great debut film.
2: Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, it's
0: Thanos Cosmos' like, first movie. And it's like fucking amazing, in my opinion.
3: Mm hmm. Haven't you seen like, those? Like, the hmm? rules and shit, he knows how to break them well. Like, um, I really loved how they used the out-of-focus shots. I don't know if that was intentional or not. Maybe the cinematographer literally just fucked up. But
0: I like the out-of-focus shots a lot. I think it was definitely intentional. Have no, all... A lot of it was intentional. And, uh...
3: I'm,
2: yeah, yeah. Have you all seen um, Thief?
3: No. No, I wouldn't watch Thief, though.
2: Thief is probably the greatest debut film of all time. <laughs> Besides, like, maybe no, eraser head. Like
0: Reservoir these... Dogs,
3: no, Lazarus, actually, nah,
2: like, yeah,
0: lazars, lazars. so, um, I think, uh, like, Beyond the Black Rainbow, this being your first movie
1: mm-hmm. and
0: having it like stand out aesthetically and like, like, with the directorial style that it has, it's like so unique for a debut film, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't feel like it's trying I mean it obviously draws a lot of inspiration from other things but it feels so visual yeah. like first like it came out when did it come out
2: It's a very like you know
0: 2010 Yeah it's completely different than anything film, else coming out in 2010
2: As a first film it really like says a lot about the director
0: Yeah he he's like he wasn't afraid to like do anything and I I was researching um this was financed because Panos Cosmos' dad was another director in Hollywood mm-hmm. who directed some like, like one, like cult, not cult classic, but like a one Western thing that made a lot of money. And he was like a yeah. somewhat successful director. So when his dad died, he, he, Panos Cosmos got a shit ton of money and just decided to produce his own movie. So he had no, like, you know. Like, like, anyone else, like, telling him what to do. Which is why he was probably able to make such a weird, amazing, he made Rambo two. film. His dad?
2: Yeah, his dad.
0: What's his <laughs> dad's name?
2: George Cosmos.
0: Oh, George. Yeah. Wow. George, he and made then Rambo Costos, Part 2. Pepanos. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his dad's a successful director. and Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so so sick that, like... He fucking his son just made whatever the fuck he wanted after.
1: Mm.
3: Also, I feel like Mandy is just a more refined version of.
0: I need to watch of, Mandy.
3: Uh, of I have seen uh, Mandy. I don't know if you've yeah. seen it, but like, I, it's not necessarily like the ideas presented, also. but it's just the visual presentation of it just feels way more confident in Mandy than it does in Beyond the Black Rainbow. Even though Beyond the Black Rainbow is like a visual just power move. Mm-hmm. Mandy ups it. I am up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think
0: my favorite part of Beyond the Black Rainbow is its score.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Holy uh, uh, shit.
0: Anyway. It has an f- amazing score.
2: My favorite part was the section, uh, I'd say about an hour in, where like the what um the visuals are, become like this dead body rising out of this liquid. Oh, when I it's can't all really blown out. Describe it or remember it that well, which is testament how good it was. And then also the parts of it where she's remembering stuff and it's all white out. Yeah, I really like that.
3: the the overexposed parts. Like That's like, like
2: that, genuinely that, yeah. like yeah. Remains some of the one of the coolest visual motifs I've seen <laughs> yeah. ever,
0: ever. I I really like when she's like uh, using Hello? her telekinetic exploding powers. Maybe allegedly, uh, the the way they do it, or the way whenever she uses oh. her powers, it's it's just Wait. like uh yeah. Oh sorry
2: yeah my my. Everyone cut out for a second. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Okay, and, uh... let me let me write that down so we can. Or just one twenty six. Let me type that. Oh, you're gonna have to like
3: scrub through two hours of this shit, man.
0: Uh No, I, I'm I'm writing down whenever we have like a okay. pause or something. Okay. Um. So. What was I saying? Fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. So one part I really thought that was visually like a cool visual. Um, choice, was whenever she uses her powers, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. it's the, it's just like a boo, weird, boo, boo, boo. like a camera move, a boo-boo-boo-boo-boo, yeah, exactly, yeah. and then something else is just out of focus. Yeah. Right? That's that's so cool. <laughs> like, uh, especially when she, like, explodes that doctor's head or something.
2: Honestly, I thought that bit was over time.
0: <laughs> I don't think so.
2: I think it I, I thought that could have been a little bit more restrained, but
3: I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good film. Mm-hmm. Also, the main villain guy gives me Jared Leto from Twenty Forty Nine vibes.
0: Yes, mm, he yeah. was a good actor.
3: The same
2: yeah, archetype. He yeah, yeah, he he was. Yeah. I was wondering like who who he was. I I might have seen it. I kind of recognized, but I, that might just be because he looks similar.
3: uh uh, let me see actually he kind of looks like the main guy from videodrome except he's too young for that yeah exactly (laughs) um his
2: name was michael j rogers oh he was in uh we're all going to world fair
1: oh he was much
2: much older in that
3: oh fuck i guess he likes weird movies
2: yeah Grant you need to watch the We're All Going to the World's Fair, but you won't get it okay. because you're Okay not
0: trans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um anything else to say on Beyond
3: the Black Rainbow?
0: <clears throat> I don't uh, I don't think so.
2: Honestly no. I don't have that many thoughts. Like it's, it's just it's I mean it's neat the movie is really just like you can't really
0: talk about it. You gotta just watch it and f- experience it.
2: It's just yeah. neat. I think it's neat. Yeah. All right.
0: Um. Nope. Time. So you guys want to nope. give ratings for Beyond the Black Rainbow or like? Oh shit! Yeah. Honestly, so,
2: eight out of 7, maybe.
0: Eight. Okay. Um, I give it a like. So that'll be a four out of five for you.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I think I give it a five out of five. Yeah, I give it a five. It's in my top one hundred for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's just so. Fucking cool,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh. And Rishi, what about you?
3: I'd give it a like. You feel?
0: Okay. Okay. I know you don't <laughs> give ratings, but if you were for the pod, no.
2: Let, let him. Let vibe. Let him vibe.
0: Okay. Okay. A like. A recommend. <laughs> <laughs> if you give it a recommend <laughs> for the pod,
3: we'll, we'll say it's an eight out of ten.
0: Yeah. Oh shit.
3: Uh, oh. Okay.
2: Oh, oh, you're breaking your you're breaking. Just for the
3: pod. Just for the pod. Okay. The pod scores aren't reflective. Entirely, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. they if if labs, I if I did if I abstract. was a if I was a half sender and did half stars, I would probably give it a four and a half. Um, mm. but I don't do that, so I round up to a five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, and we the next movie we're going to talk about is nope. the Jordan Peele film Nope. Uh, Rishi, you want to do a quick plot summary of nope don't like spoil it uh, or anything but you it? saw okay. it the
2: most recently yeah
3: okay so i can just okay so essentially the plot of nope is um there's these two horse ranchers who own a family farm oj and his sister emerald and what they basically do is like they rent out or they train horses for hollywood that was their dad's business but they had to like pick up his shit after he died at the beginning of the movie, due to some unseen coin falling out of the sky and hitting him and killing him. And that's the like inside of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so OJ is, like, he never really gets over his dad's death because he's, like, wondering what actually happened to him because there's no fucking way a random coin fell out of a plane and hit him in the eye and killed him because that's the official police explanation. Um... So, eventually, one of his horses gets sucked up by a UFO. And so okay, he's I think, like...
0: Uh, <laughs> I think that we can start discussing.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll say it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, can, can
2: I say it? Um, Jordan Peele's uh, approach to like horror filmmaking isn't just that it's informed by cops like that's kind of an understatement this is yeah. the it, it, both this and us and get out uh are all shit that can only be made by someone who like worked on mad tv and can't feel like yeah. that it escalates and escalates and escalates and finally there's this big thing that lasts until the end of the movie in all three movies and like, I... yeah that go ahead uh, that shit like that structure is key to both their comedy and their horror.
3: Oh, um, like Key and Peele. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Except without Key. Except Key was in, like, one frame of Get Out, I think. But, um... Was he? Yeah, I think so, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah. And, like, also in Nope, uh, you know, Peele, uh, in, in in his horror movie, he he's still, like, kind of funny. I wouldn't call them, like, horror comedies or anything. But he does put a decent amount of jokes in there. Like, relative to other horror movies. But in know yeah. nope, like like, the, there's that sequence with Steve Yuen, and he's like, um, talking about his trauma in in the form of an SNL sketch, and like, it cuts to him as a child powering on the table, and it's like, oh, fuck. That's really funny, but also really chilling. That, that was yeah. such a good cut. And like, I'm in awe of that, like, it's so good. And I, I really like Steve on in this, too. Like, it's clear that his character is so, like, emblematic of that obsession with fame, which is what Nope is all about. Well, not all mm-hmm. about. It's about a lot of things.
0: Yeah. So like, it is a... I, I, it is, you were bringing up the fact that it's... I I don't see it as a horror film. I...
3: I think half of it is a horror film, but then it turns I into kind something of entirely it different. It kind of feels mm-hmm.
0: like obviously there's a lot of people are drawing comparisons to Spielberg. There's a lot of Spielberg-esque things going on. Um mm-hmm. I thought it was like it kind of turned into an extremely fun, like a very fun adventure film at the end.
2: At the end, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah but like I, the I'd final still act. Say it that,
3: was fun, but it still had like an edge of horror
2: to it. Like it relied on suspense. I'd say. Yeah.
1: A
0: suspense, like, thriller, western adventure. Mm-hmm. Just
2: that last act, though. Most of it is still yeah. horror, I'd say.
3: Yeah,
0: And a in that
2: sense, I very... would
0: like
3: mm-hmm.
2: compare it to Spielberg in that it follows basically the same path as Jaws. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I've heard a lot of it's Jaws It's Jaws.
2: <laughs> it is, it's essentially a Jaws remake, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's it tackles a lot of big ideas but I just want to quickly go back to Steven Yun I yeah. fucking loved him in this movie yeah. he's actually not in it that much Yeah. Um,
3: fucking da- but oh, can I his that?
0: performance and his portrayal as like this kind of like I don't know like a carnival <laughs> guy right mm-hmm. or whatever like a, a showman cowboy. yeah it's so well done
2: I've my favorite moment from the movie well one of my favorite moments was when uh kiki Palmer and Daniel pelya like do that weird uh high five thing i, I don't know what else yeah, to call it. yeah i love that that <laughs> was cute and like um i don't know like their acting was really good they really did seem like brothers the actual sister. siblings yeah like they, that they had real. that camaraderie with them like they were amazing in it and like also, that digestion sequence, holy shit, that, that gave me, yeah. like, that was wonderful. I'm I gonna, okay, let's the list we... the themes, because there are a lot. <laughs>
3: There's, okay, yeah.
2: animal rights, racism, racism, voyeurism, um, um the dangers of chasing spectacle
3: uh, fame.
0: Spectacle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obsession. Uh,
3: Obsession. The need to be seen and heard. Uh
2: safety around animals. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, this is just a whole this is just a huge PSA about animal safety. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. Also, um N- I've said this before, but chimpanzees and horses are among the scariest animals for me. Chimpanzees. <laughs> yeah, <I've>
0: always... <laughs> yeah, I wanna bring up that that chimpanzee scene.
2: That was such a good opening sequence.
0: Yeah. Oh, did you guys, before the movie played, did an Oppenheimer trailer play for you guys? Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, I watched That's so IMAX weird. Type. It's like it shows yeah. up
0: right after every other trailer. Uh, like, after yeah. the... trailers yeah. play, Nicole Kidman yeah. walks up, and then Oppenheimer.
2: Yeah, it happened after the IMAX like logo and everything. Like mm-hmm. That happens before the movie. I think it's because Nolan's trying to make this whole spectac- spectacle out of it. Like, oh, I'm doing an uh, opera movie, and it's so cool, and it's going to be all in IMAX and shit. And, like, he, he's trying to come promote it to the absolute fullest, which means yeah. it's the first thing that you see before the movie.
0: Yeah, but every time That's I weird. see it, I just think of Barbie, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about uh, you guys,
3: but I'm, I'm spending my money on Barbie. Yeah.
0: I will, too. I'm going to do a double feature. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll do a double
2: feature, but I'll do Oppenheimer first because I'm expecting to like it less than Barbie. Yeah, so
0: honestly. That whole monkey, the whole ape sequence—the way it starts off—it's—and I love that it starts off right after the monkey paw, monkey paw productions. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, at first I was like, oh, that's like a weird production, uh, like show up sign thing. But well, I mean, like, that's, oh, that's his kind of cool. Production
2: company since like Get Out.
0: Yeah, didn't so I'm there. like, oh, that's yeah. kind of cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I didn't know it was part of the movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> until until of course later on. And
3: uh, no, okay, when that... the, in the opening shot when the monkey looked at me to the camera, yeah. that fucking freaked me out. Yeah, so yeah,
0: it's <laughs> terrifying. I've always my sister knows this. I talked to her about it a lot, but um, I've always had a fear of like when I'm walking down a hallway. Right, like one with with turns and stuff. Let's say it's on a boat or or in a a, a hotel, especially. I just imagine yeah. around the corner, an ape just comes around, sees me, and starts sprinting.
3: Random chimp attack.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like a random chimp attack. Like it's terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. So when that ape sequence happened, which I think is like the most terrifying, one of the most terrifying things I've seen on on, the, on a big screen in a long time. Uh, fucking loved it. And then I left the theater and then immediately I heard this like 14-year-old say to his like 15-year-old friend, 14, 15, the f- one of them was like, bro, what the fuck was that monkey scene? It had nothing to do with the rest of the movie.
3: Fucking idiots. Uh-huh. I hate no, but, no. The, no, but, I, but it the, so, no, but get this. No, but get, get think this. About it for, like, more than <laughs> I know,
0: I know, I you know. I, I know, get this. The, the connections are super... <laughs> Super obvious, especially that it comes where he gets brutally or his everyone around him gets brutally mauled by an, an animal that they can't tame. That happens right before the scene yeah. where they get sucked up yeah. by an alien that he's trying to tame. <laughs> it's like it's like the most yeah. obvious connection you can draw. But here's here's here get this. So after his friend says, What the fuck was that? The other friend goes, What are you, an idiot? <laughs> I was like, Yes. At least one of them gets it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is, like, it's not a very complex movie, I'll be honest. (laughs) It's not complex, it's just,
3: like, there's
2: a lot. It tackles a lot of themes. Yeah, and it it matches together so well, too. Like, it's not just, like, it's about one thing. It's just experience, and then you could draw so much
3: from it. Like, it even, like, contradicts itself in the themes a little mm -hmm. bit, which I like.
1: That's where I I,
0: I find a very, very tiny issue. It's really the only issue I have with the movie. Issue. I mean, like, there's some things that I think could be better, but I still like them. The only issue I kind of have is, so there's a uh, a lot of critics of movies when there's a movie that tackles too many themes and not enough, and they don't like cover each one like in depthly enough. They like to say, "Oh, it's Terry Gilliamism," because Terry Gilliam has like so <laughs> many fucking random themes in his movies. Yeah, and they're like super colorful. Yeah. Um, which I always found to be like, that's not really a valid criticism, because like it's just adding on a little extra theme.
2: Brazil is your number whatever, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's my favorite movie. Like it isn't mm-hmm. gonna be, which is like yeah, that's like the prime example of Gilliamism Oh, uh, mm-hmm. it's just so much. So this really isn't like that much of a criticism. I, I want to get this like straightforward. I I just wish that some of the thieves were played a little deeper.
2: I wish, personally, that it had more balloon people. <laughs> the floppy thing. They were the main part that's of the right, advertising. That's right, that's a much more value. They were the main part of the advertising. You can't
3: trust trailers nowadays, though. That's yeah. on you not it,
2: it wasn't just the trailers. It was when you go into the theater lobby, and then they had those little floppy guys. Like I mean, in yeah, the theater, like, that's
3: just a lot of movies do that, where they just take to, like cherry pick a single distinctive. Yeah, but I wanted more
2: thing. of them. I love those guys. I love them. I love them, and I needed more. Okay, that was think... my only real issue.
0: So I I just rewatched it earlier <laughs> today, mm-hmm. um, and I I didn't have to pay as much attention to the story this time because right, it's my second time watching, and holy fuck, dude, the sound design. Like, yeah. everything, every production-wise, it's amazing.
2: Honestly, what? the sound design for me, it, I watched the IMAX version. So it may just be that version. It may just be the theater I was in. But there were a couple times where it was just like, w- what? what? It was weirdly mixed.
0: Really? Huh.
3: Yeah,
2: like... Yeah, I think that might have been your theater,
0: because... Yeah, this that might like my theater. The...
3: perfectly mixed in mine.
0: Yeah, it was mm. a great mix. The, f- the rumble it, of the UFO. But it was like
2: the dune villanova effect where um it was mixed not the be- absolute best but it kind of actually enhanced it because it was so weird
0: mm-hmm.
1: hmm.
2: villeneuve's dune was like really badly mixed at times but really really well mixed at other times it was really m- weird and i loved it
0: my experience today i like on the second time i really really just paid attention to its um production quality and like, uh-huh. I really try to notice like every single little thing from the, um, from the sound in <laughs> the alien, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it, it reminds me a lot of. Have you guys watched Lost?
2: *The Lost*? Watch
0: the The TV, TV show, show *Lost*. Yeah.
2: I watched like three episodes. And the okay. Well, a there's parody.
0: a there's a monster in the show. It's like a smoke creature and it like kind of sounds like very similar to this ufo but the this one the ufo version is like a way bigger grander version and i love the way it sounds like my sister was saying it sounds like like a whale <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah like it sounds huge
2: <laughs> jordan peele has definitely seen the evangelion the evangelium
1: mm-hmm.
3: Like, 100%. Oh, yeah. no,
2: I, you you <laughs> that said that before,
3: and I, I, I was just, I just like, kind of pass it off as a comment. But yeah, then, no. Like, now that you say it again, yeah. it's a fucking angel. Yeah, the way that it, like,
2: expands and then contracts
3: yeah, the way it can so, do
2: that. Holy shit. Absolutely Eva, Ava inspired. Like, <laughs> or if it's not a directly Ava inspired, tangentially Ava inspired. He saw something that saw Evangelion. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no way that was, not but um, the way the, the, uh, like, the structure of that battle, it, it did seem reminiscent at the end, <laughs> like from the Akira slide and the fucking
3: yeah, yeah, the live action it, Akira
2: slide. This is probably his most homage movie.
3: Definitely, because the yeah. whole thing is Jaws, and it's also the Western homage. It's also mm-hmm. the Anime homages, mm-hmm. like a bunch of other shit.
2: Yeah, and um, I love both of his movies. I'm even, I even really, really love Us. Like I know most people aren't that fond of Us. I really I love think us, us. Is good. I and think
0: us, us is, is like amazing. Us.
3: I've seen yeah. Get Out like four or five times, but I haven't seen it in a while. Us, think, it's uh, so fucking good. Like,
0: I like what I like the most about um, not the most, but one thing I really love about. The uh, nope was even though like you guys said it's like homages to old Hollywood Spielberg westerns and a lot of different other things. Uh, it also kind of subverts the expectation of a standard UFO film.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Like no.
0: its whole uh plot, um, dri- Its whole driving plot force is that they just want to get famous by taking a video <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, that's such an interesting, unique way to, like, incorporate a UFO story and in.
2: the actual twist of, like, the UFO movement, like... being the alien itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, also, it... I forgot to mention, the idea of both a crank IMAX camera is really funny, and also the fact that it's used as basically a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> the way it's presented, like, as a crank and, like, reloading it with the film. Yeah. That's definitely what it's supposed to be. I really like that. That was fun. And like, also, also... the
3: cinematography fucking perfectly complements yes. all the feeling of the movie.
0: Hoit mm-hmm. von the... a beast.
3: Yeah. With the... all the focus on voyeurism and capturing the uncapturable and mm-hmm. going And beyond... like, also,
2: like, the way that it. it, it... I really like cinematography where, where it really only shows you what the characters are seeing.
3: Yeah,
2: oh, I yeah. did
0: that a lot. Um
3: there's no really aerial shots at the of the UFR, is there.
0: Yeah, at there's the, like no right. The, end, really the, the only aerial shot is basically another POV shot where at the end of the movie when the big uh, balloon guy is up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the it's POV like a, the POV the of balloon. the balloon looking at the UFO.
2: Yeah, kind of yeah, that's yeah. the only one
0: I'd say. And it's like it it's it's kind of like you guys uh you guys know Pacific Rim, right? Yeah.
3: No, what's that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, have you guys Oh, my, hold on, my cat's jumping on my back. You guys in in Pacific Rim, oh hold on. Pacific Rim um the shots of the uh Oh, no, not Pacific Rim, sorry, Cloverfield. What am I thinking of? Oh, Cloverfield? Yeah. It's all Love Cloverfield. It's all um the shots of all the creatures, they're from the ground, right? And it makes it just look so more so much more of a spectacle, right?
1: Which yeah. is well, like in, like in
0: Nope, them just looking up at this ginormous thing is so much better than having an aerial clear shot. Because it really just also builds like huge ramp. Yeah.
2: Uh, in Cloverfield, there's also a couple sequences where they're like in a skyscraper looking down at it, like they're trying to rescue their friend, and they're also in helicopters looking at it, and like both of those um sequences uh utilize the ge- geography of New York as like the use the huge skyscrapers and everything to like obscure it, so all you see is like the damage it's doing until you actually see it for just half a second and it's just, mm-hmm. like. You see, oh shit! Mm, even from the ground, I can't recognize how immense this is.
0: I now, I really, I can... yeah. Like building on that, I really like the idea that the UFO is a creature. Because yeah. it really acts like one. Like it mm-hmm. finds its own threat and it tries to like expand itself. I mean, it like kind of biggins itself. That's not a word, biggins. It um, expands. Yeah, it expands. <laughs> it expands itself. Um, and like. It, like, it kind of, like, hides behind the mountains. It's, like, covered like a creature.
2: Yeah.
0: It really just, yeah. it feels like... And
2: the unmoving cloud.
0: Yeah, it like, it feels like a... Like an animal. It's I mean, I really guess that's well
3: the done. Point, but yeah, yeah. It's, it is yeah. well
0: done.
2: And, um, also, I feel, uh, like, I realized, like, even when I thought, it I was like, oh, this is probably overanalyzing it a little bit. But also, I'd like to overanalyze things. But when, um, when Daniel Kaluuya, OJ, was talking about like re- reviewing the land, setting the land up, taking back the land and everything, he was wearing a shirt of Rage Against the Machine with a, <laughs> a poster of Emiliano Zapata, who was a Mexican um, anarchist and socialist uh, revolutionary uh, whose main concern was rural land reform and the treatment of the peasantry and the uh, and uh, uh, the poor of Mexico. And, like, that was his whole thing, and he was killed for it, and he was this huge revolutionary. And today, um, in Chiapas, Mexico, there's probably the most successful communist project ever, like, that you'll see communists across the board praising, would be the Zephismos, which take after him.
1: I and feel like,
2: like killed definitely
3: in that. He seems like the guy, type of guy that would like make that he, intentional he
2: seems like the type of i mean i would say so but like also he just seems like a social democrat like <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i i don't know i think it was just the rage against the machine is cool may just be but i thought that was cool i thought that was me
3: i thought that the jesus lizard shirt the kiki palmer wore that
1: was a cool shirt
2: <laughs> that was i like cool that band. I liked, um, I liked the, the the dude. I don't remember his name.
0: The dude.
1: Angel?
2: Angel.
0: <laughs> yeah. The fries worker. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the characters were very, uh, they had great chemistry with each other. Oh, yeah. It it seems like one thing that's great about Jordan Peele is it seems like he has a lot of fun writing these characters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like their interactions with each other.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i definitely get that yeah and like like what i was saying before the high five thing like that was like i love that i love that a lot that was probably my favorite like three seconds of the entire movie (laughs) other than the digestion sequence no my my
3: favorite part of the movie was when steven yun walked out in that fucking suit holy shit that suit i want that suit. yeah oh yeah. Dude, that a, cool yeah that is such a
0: cool suit that's the trickiest uh, thing ever I, put to screen
3: in in the
2: theater um the uh so he walks out into the field right where, where the horse is and he the horse hasn't been unveiled yet he's like we're gonna give you a show and everything um it it, it shows the back of the suit and it's clear like it's a ufo the people in front of me were like oh, it's a UFO, that's clever, it's clever that they don't know that the UFO's there yet, and he has a UFO too. And he's like, today we're gonna show you a UFO, and they were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, it was funny too, when I saw Nope, I saw it at like 11pm, um, and it seemed like they forgot they were showing that. It was me and three other people in the theater. And, um, it, the time came, and it didn't start. There was no Marina Menuno, menunos. There was nothing. It was a black screen. And then some guy went up and talked to the utter. They were like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> really? What, yeah, what theater so, was it? Because I just forgot. Was it, a, it, was, was it like um, a Regal? Fucking Regal. It was,
2: I think it was actually a Regal. It was yeah. Edwards.
0: AMC, would, just, never. Yeah, yeah, AMC would never. Yeah, AMC Yeah, AMC would never. The one
2: next to my house is uh, Harkins Theaters. If you don't know that, what that is,
0: I I don't know, cause the yeah, way AMC is, it it's, all, it's like... all automated. There's no ah. like, there's not a person like up there.
2: Yeah, this is like a really old theater. It's been around for like thirty years, but like they've modernized it a little bit. I do like it though, cause it's really cheap and like they have IMAX and shit. So it's not. They bad. have IMAX. Yeah, I watched Man, it in IMAX.
0: I I wish I could. AMC the AMC I work at doesn't have an IMAX.
2: Yeah, I remember.
3: I went too late for it to, for them to show any IMAX. Which is unfortunate, mm-hmm. but I,
2: I I think it because um, I I went to see it on IMAX specifically because um it was I heard a lot of people talking about like oh, it actually utilizes IMAX like the rate aspect ratio more often than most IMAX films, because you know most IMAX films like they switch between the two ratios,
1: mm-hmm, and
2: yeah. only some shots have the IMAX ratio. Um, but in no, most of it was the IMAX ratio. There were only a few shots that weren't. And... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's not that Capturing different experience. Spectacle. But, like, it's nice. You I know,
3: like Just that the nice. fact that it's an IMAX makes the movie better. You know? yeah. like,
0: even if you it does chase really the movie <laughs> out, the fact, Yeah, the fact it that it was shot bad. in IMAX fits the themes of the movie. Yeah,
3: exactly. So it makes it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't matter uh, if it's not like utilized, even though it is utilized.
0: But you know,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: the score of the movie was also very Spielbergy. I noticed. Yeah. it, it yeah. Very, like
3: anthemic grand.
0: Yeah. It it also had a score that was similar, kind of similar who to like something score? from The Thing.
2: Hmm. Michael Apols, who also scored Get Out and Us, and nothing oh, else. Oh, really?
0: Because but... yeah. Nope has a very different score than Get Out and Us. Guess yeah, it really range. does. I mean, he, he probably had notes from Jordan Peele, but it had a really like that whole sequence at the end with the when they're like with the alien.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It had a it had like a <laughs> like an Indiana Jones esque
1: yeah, uh, no
0: adventure fun oh, yeah, upbeat yeah. score. It Really, it, it it's. So also, different than like, I like, his other s- scores,
2: and there's never a moment where like it's in your face about the themes. But like, um, you know, the first shot of the movie is the what we would later reveal is the alien's mouth looking at the uh original video of the black uh, black man on the horse, saying the name of the film itself, the uh Zootrope film. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then later, when the uh, when the aliens all transformed and shit, it it's very clearly a camera. You know, its mouth is a square, yeah, and it's looking at OJ on a horse, yeah. and you're it's like, like, a oh. sensor,
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's, it's, it's it's neat. Nope
3: has like very deep themes because you can probably like get to the end of all the themes in like under an hour. It's just mm-hmm. that. There's so much it's fun to talk about,
1: uh-huh.
0: and oh yeah i I would just like to say, uh, this is kind of fucking uh, uh, discarding the themes, right It's still just a super entertaining movie, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, like uh even 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 if you're a complete dumbass, right, and you can't draw any connections between the bunkie and anything else, <laughs> it's still a f- terrifying. Like devastatingly creepy scene, right?
2: Next next week we better watch a movie we all hate to balance this out.
0: No, <laughs>
3: can't
1: do that. No, also, we're all I'm, being I'm, too so
3: positive here. We're not. We're probably not going to be doing anything next week, um, because I need to move into college and shit.
2: You're oh, yeah yeah. So
3: maybe two weeks. Hopefully, okay. Might even be three. Um, I'm not sure.
2: So my one hundred and a movie we all hate
0: yeah so yeah. uh do we have anything else to say about
2: nope
3: uh okay so mm-hmm. at the moment that i this is this is like i'm realizing that it's probably <laughs> unimportant in the grand scheme of things because this is just a small blip of everything that is nope but the moment that the movie like really clicked for me i was like this is fucking amazing it was when they when they were like planning, the the, the shot, the magic shot, um, yes, and they sure. were like, "We gotta make history, right? Right? That's what mm-hmm. we we're doing, right?" Well, they were like, "You can, you guys watch the movie? You know what I'm talking
1: about?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I understand, like,
3: yeah. that was like, because one of the themes of the movie was how was the negative sides of the voyeurism on animals. Um, and or how, in
2: general, honestly.
3: Yeah, voyeurism in general and on animals. And how us always chasing spectacle was ultimately detrimental to us and pretty much everything else involved in the process. I but really then, like... Oh, but then in viral. that scene, where they were talking about making history as, like, they 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 talked about it as if it was a secondary motive. Like, uh, secondary to saving the world or whatever, but I feel like it was definitely it was definitely implied that that was the primary motive. Obviously, but that just—I'm not a good podcaster, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> you will learn. But will learn, no, I understand. I understand it's saying. episode one. Um, yeah. But anyways, um... this is gonna look
2: so good with the little fruits.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, the cute little <laughs> um, Oh my god.
0: So, and oh, Uh, oh, oh, no! Because as I was saying,
3: because what one of the main themes of the movie was like against the voyeurism and against spectacle, but then Mm -hmm. this scene was saying that no, like it, it, the because for me that's when it clicked for me that the primary struggle of the movie, at least at the time, it clicked for me. The primary struggle of the movie was that it's it's not to defeat the alien or to even capture the alien; it's to be heard by the outside world. It's to be mm-hmm. the voice of the hushed and the silenced, etc. Because in the monologue that Kiki Palmer went on at the beginning of the black man riding the horse, and how he was the first actor, stuntman, and jockey, and he was forgotten and by no time. And no one
2: knows his name, yeah.
3: Yeah. They're not going to let that happen to them. Like like it's happened to fucking every black person in America for the past 250 years. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And like, and I thought that was um, especially
3: beautiful, and how that contrasted against the other message of the movie.
2: Yeah, the, I was about to say that, but you you said it already perfectly. And like, like noticing just how like um, they take that original film, where this person literally originated those arts, and he's left nameless. And then now they they're left. Uh, they have this opportunity to maybe like become something of themselves within that eye. Is the eye worth it? But uh, maybe maybe not. But either way, they've tried because and they have to try because it's their home. And shit.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's like also in a meta meta sense. It's representative of, like a whole new wave of cinema. Of like, okay, I don't get that part. <laughs> no, it's like, cause it's about movies, movies. You know? it's about movies. The movie's about movies. The movies. It's about, about, oh my god! How like,
2: like it, 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 movieception.
3: Movie, shut the fuck up!
2: Don't say. That. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Inception. I don't care.
3: <laughs> yeah, the movie's about movies, and it's about how the silenced use movies as a method to break their silence and also
2: movies are made without their without their input and in effort manage to silence them
1: without exactly. effort
2: i mean yeah inverse out outburst i i don't know um wait what was it? uh I had a really profound thought and then I just <laughs> forgot it. Yeah,
1: that <laughs>
0: was basically me for except, the past like ten me minutes. all the time, except my thoughts aren't very profound. <laughs> uh, so would that be a wrap on the the nope? can a wrap on nope. Right. Uh, Esco, you want to give your rating of nope?
2: Ten out of ten.
0: Okay. Uh, I would give it a four out of five. Very close to a five, but not. A five, a four. Woo. What about you, Riki? It's, Ra- it's on Rice Corp. It's a Rice yeah. Corp, it's on top one hundred. Oh yeah, it's, a, it's
3: on Rice Corp. That's all awesome. right. So we
0: all very much loved the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. I really, really I liked. Feel like
3: talking about this. Like solidified its place in Rice Core.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, should I we do the the questions? Huh? Should we do the 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 questions that we're people already left? Like, Two minutes I mean,
2: there were like two from horny.
0: I know, but like I also I also searched up interesting potential movie podcast questions. Okay, I'd like to <laughs> okay, do both. Okay, but those, yeah. first of all, <laughs> um, uh, what's the origin of the fruit basket podcast name?
3: Oh, we don't talk about Mr. that. That's a great fruit.
0: Yeah, we don't. Um, we don't talk about the. Okay, you don't know the origin, right?
3: Wait,
0: what? <laughs> no, we're not. We're not going to talk about that. We'll we'll save that. We'll save that. I just we'll, we'll it if, it's for, if it's episode one hundred, then we'll say. Alright. Yeah. Um what's the worst film opinion you've ever heard coming from Ivan?
2: Um, um the worst I've ever heard is that James Gunn's Suicide Squad is the greatest film ever. Actually no no. no. The worst film I mean, I've ever I heard. Can, yeah. The yeah. the worst film I've uh, film opinion I've ever heard is that Captain America, The Winter Soldier, is the closest thing we have to a Metal Gear Solid movie.
0: That's awful. That's yeah. What about you, Rishi? What's the worst one you've ever <laughs> heard? I gotta
3: think about that. How about you go first, Grant?
0: Okay. Um, well, I guess you just have to uh, look at Iska's top 100 list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be the worst I've ever seen. No, no, that's not true. There's, there's valid points in there. Mine would yeah. probably be that... Uh, um, oh, there was this tweet where someone was like, oh, Marvel movies are are like, oh, each one has very different and unique themes to them. You mean what Mark Ruffalo said? No, no, it's not Mark Ruffalo, this is an older one. Someone was like, uh, like, I watch Spider-Man to be remind to like to to engage with the high school life. I watch Doctor Strange to be engulfed in an experimental sci-fi. It's like, they, they like justify each one as a unique genre. And it just kind of bothered me because they're not unique to each other. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of a boring answer. That's just me saying Marvel yeah, bad. kind of a boring <laughs> yeah. answer. Okay. Rishi, honest. did you think of anything interesting?
1: Okay, it's
3: not really interesting to take itself, but it's because of who it comes from. So, like, two months ago, Mohini said that Twin Peaks' The return was bad. And that was fucking baffling. <laughs> what was the reasoning? What was the reason? I don't know. I was just talking about Twin Peaks and Bohini likes the first two seasons of Twin Peaks. And then I was like, I fuck with The Return. And she was like, No, The Return sucks. That's it. Fair.
2: I once like, met someone who. Only half, half the current
3: audience of, of The Fruit Basket will get that, but that's what we are yeah.
2: saying. I, I, I once met someone whose top three films of all time were number three death note 2017 (laughs) which is an amazing movie but not the number three movie of all time um then jurassic world 2 aka jurassic park 5
0: that's fucked
2: up fallen kingdom okay that's that's
0: okay that's i mean it's funny
2: it's funny yeah and then number one the wolfman remake by joe johnston (laughs) Is Which like. is such a fucking weird movie to have as your number one. Uh.
3: After those two. The Wolf I think i heard a lot. There's like 20.
2: By Joe I'm... Johnston. Joe Johnston, by the way, is the director of Captain America The First Avenger and Jurassic Park 3. Bruh. He's like this nothing guy who watches only Spielberg. Like, that's his forte.
0: Oh, um... Oh, yeah, no, a horrible one I've heard is... You just reminded me because you said Spielberg. Someone said that uh, Ready Player One was the best Spielberg movie. So, holy oh shit, God. he made Jumanji? <laughs> Wait, Jumanji uh, 20 next Oh, re- yeah, yeah, he directed Jumanji. Rock Jumanji. or Jumanji Robin Williams?
2: No, Jumanji Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I love
0: that Marvel. movie. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. was this one hit. He gave it a three-star
0: grant. Yeah. <laughs> That's an objective look <laughs> at it, okay? Mm-hmm. That's that's All not right. a subjective look. Fair. Yeah. Um yeah, so I guess my interesting answer would be someone saying that Ready Player One is the best Spielberg movie. That's not very interesting either. That's
3: a garbage
2: take. But... People who like Steve Putz.
0: That's a that's a uh, take.
2: That's certainly a take.
0: Yeah. Ivan also asked, what is the worst part about discussing movies?
3: when people disagree
2: with me yeah exactly <laughs> when people are like hey it's good your top 100 is weird and not good like <laughs>
3: nah.
2: <laughs> nah i have a very
3: agreeable top 100 except for the matrix 2 part yeah you, you do you do
0: not um, much
2: quirk there but it's more quirky than actually no it is pretty quirky it's I it's mean, way not,
0: more quirky than mine
2: yeah, exactly. And like it is unique <laughs> to you and like very much a good topic. So those are good movies.
0: The I thing like is I watch. don't watch many unique movies. I mean I do could, kind though. of, but I'm still trying to work my way through watching every normal movie first.
3: Uh I'm doing that last. Like once uh, I'm yeah. done with like Exactly. Once I'm also, done with Rice oh, Court... okay.
0: I'm I'm always in like a I'm 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 rarely ever in a thinking mood as Probably listeners can tell I'm the biggest dumbass on here. Uh, I, I've i not really, a lot of the time, I just don't want to think when I watch a movie.
3: No, but a lot of weird movies, I don't even mean, have to think. You've said it, like, experience. beyond be- the yeah, no, right. I mean, like,
0: Honestly, I am mean, not, like, think, but, like, there's a lot of movies you have to put, like, effort into watching.
2: I mean, fair. Sometimes I, I wish I could turn my brain off during a movie. Like, sometimes I'll be over, I'll be like, oh, this shot means this, this shot means that. I'm like, my brain needs to shut up. Please shut up. Uh, like, I just really want to enjoy it taking in the visuals and, like, analyze it later. Sometimes I succeed at shutting my brain up in this capacity. Sometimes I don't. I uh, d- don't know. And it does affect things. See, I have it doesn't like usually, a, like, affect my thoughts
0: or anything. My, my, my thought process has been completely ruined. When I watch a movie, it's been completely ruined by letterboxed. The <laughs> entire time no. I'm like, oh, what goofy letterboxed quip can I write to get more likes? Yeah, that's
3: why I stopped writing reviews, because that just annoyed me so much.
2: <sighs> yeah, I, I, I've i never, like, sometimes I'll write a quip, because like, I just feel like this is funny, and I don't have much else to say. But I try to write something for every movie I watch, just as a writing exercise, because I don't care about quips, I just like want to talk about what I like and discuss it for myself. So I know what I like about this movie, I know what to do, and I know that I, when I eventually make movies myself, this is what I like, this is what I want to emulate, this is what I want to reach towards, this is what I take inspiration from. Probably my most recent uh, joke review was this, I'll link it right now.
0: You should probably read it out loud for the audio listeners, you know.
3: Yeah.
2: In Sorry, parentheses, audio listeners obsessively i'm a little pony i'm a little pony i'm a little pony yeah that's for my yeah little it's pony just that movie.
0: over yeah
2: <laughs> yeah um
0: <laughs> yeah i wrote uh i wrote an actual review for once it was insane it felt kind of that's fun true. oh yeah for bodies bodies <laughs> bodies i wrote like a few paragraphs about like it's uh it's criticisms of gen z and where its humor hits how, how its production design aids its stuff. And I was like, wow. I spent like 15 minutes writing that. I'm never doing the that last
2: again. The super long review that I did was Lake Mungo. I think that was a good review of mine.
0: Um, All right. Next, another interesting question. I, oh, I, I searched up. Move on. Oh Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: About the reviews thing. Mm-hmm. I want to do a, like, a long review for each thing. Like you, But it's
1: mm-hmm. a lot of
3: work, you know. Yeah, that's what I did. I I did did the Spring Breakers review, and I wanted to like continue that uh, for every movie I watched. But then I was like,
2: Yeah, I really don't do that many lot. Like, I try to do it if it hits me right. Like, if I have a lot of thoughts, I'll make myself write out those thoughts. But usually, I don't have that many thoughts. I but I do try to write a little bit. Yeah. So most of mine end up being like a paragraph length.
0: Yeah, and I think when I do read your reviews, because um, a lot of the times I, I, I don't <laughs> because they're pretty long. But when I do, when I do, <laughs> they're really well written. Thank
1: you.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, another question. Okay, this, this should be our final question. We're two hours, 13 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> um, what film is objectively terrible, but you love it?
3: Objectively terrible.
0: And I have like a, my go-to answer. The last
2: just... airbender.
0: Okay, at least okay. That's yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Mine is yeah. um, Wild Wild West. <laughs> and I I always say that the Will Smith movie.
3: Hmm. Well, the
2: last airbender is kind of a uh, oh uh sharkenstein and other shark exploitation films.
0: Shark exploitation.
2: Yeah, char- that's the genre. That's what it's called. That's you know, a funny Google. name.
0: I never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess. Uh... Oh, yeah. Fun fact about Wild Wild West. A lot of people probably know this, but um, Will Smith turned down the role of Neo to star in Wild yeah, Wild no. West. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is really which was funny. was a good
2: thing because Keanu Reeves deserved Yeah,
0: I agree. Will Smith yeah, would have been be way a... better than Will Smith, but I really love yeah. Will Smith. I. I don't love Will Smith, but I love some of his movies.
2: There was an article I read recently uh, about Will Smith in um, science fiction specifically, um, where it argued that um, his depictions in science fiction films, uh, specifically After Earth and and Gemini, man, Mm -hmm. were... Among the best depictions of oh my blackness God. in media in general.
0: Okay, I thought when you said when you brought up sci-fi, uh, Will Smith, there's like, there's like go-to movies where he's like great, or like where those movies are like people love them in general, and like After Earth and Gemini Man are not those two.
3: <laughs>
0: it's like iRobot, which I really no, like.
3: No, because it's okay. That I read that article. It's interesting because like, even outside those two movies. Will Smith has just become like the default character. I mean, default actor to cast for black superhero. You know, no, not, uh, no, not anymore. Uh, he
2: was actually no. You know, there's this movie Hancock. Yeah, no,
3: no. I, and, oh I was thinking God. about that. Hancock.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen. You know, Hancock. that movie was produced by Michael Mann, and that like fucks me up whenever I think about it. Like, why would why would he do this? I know neither of you have watched multiple uh, Michael Mann movies like I have. But, like, I've watched many of his movies, and he's my favorite director ever. And, like, that fucks me up. Well, once you watched all his movies, like, why? This is so out of place. Something
3: is such a weird, everything is handheld
0: for some yeah. reason. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess to one final, like, final, final question, since you brought it up. Uh, Just to get our audience to understand this a little more, we can just quickly say our favorite director's uh, since Isco brought theirs up. Michael Mann, you said?
2: Uh, my favorite directors... Um, I would say Michael Mann is definitely a contender for number one. M. Night Shyamalan is, too. Mm. Uh, so is Cronenberg. <sighs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, John Carpenter, Hidiakiano. Um And, like... Uh, Want to add, like, yeah, I don't know. I'll leave it at that.
0: All right. Uh, Rishi, you want to say yours? Lynch. Just Lynch. Um, okay. Face. Other, other
3: than Lynch, um, Y, Greco Rocky, Cronenberg. Kron, of course. Um, the That's Fashion BK, honestly. Hmm. Um, who am I missing? Mm-hmm. Who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing someone. Uh, Vion. Honestly, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Okay, throw a <laughs> in, in there. Throw in there. I'll throw Miyazaki in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not, All right. why not man? Why oh, not? See, did you
2: say the why Wachowski's? Not. Uh I I didn't say the Wachowski's, but I would put the Wachowski's there.
0: Okay. Um mine's probably super basic. Uh <laughs> uh, so it would be Cronenberg, of course. Uh Todd Salons. the Cohen brothers. Terry Gilliam. Hmm. David Lynch. And Denny Villeneuve. Those last two
3: are good, You didn't Villeneuve. put Tarantino hmm. in there.
0: Just, I, on, I don't want to Tarantino I in I there. I love Tarantino movies, but I refuse to put him in there. Big round of applause.
2: <laughs> actually, retrospectively, I changed mine to Michael Mann, M. Night, and Hideo That's okay.
0: my top three. Top three? Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, I guess that's a wrap for the first episode, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, who wants to, you guys want to, one of you guys want to close it out? Or, oh, how about this? Let's, uh, let's decide what movie we're going to talk about next. Oh, yes. And let's make it some Uh, super obscure, weird thing that it's going to be very divisive.
3: Okay. Uh, since Um, we have three weeks, pretty much, maybe two weeks, if we're lucky, if I'm lucky. But, Uh, Dead or Alive Trilogy.
0: Okay, Dead or Alive trilogy.
3: Oh yes, yes, yes.
0: All right, we're gonna be watching the Dead or Alive trilogy, and the episode's gonna come out in two or three weeks. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, thanks for watching YouTube. Thanks See for you guys listening. Next time. Apple Music Thank or Spotify
2: you for existing. You're my best. Yeah.
0: And if okay. you want to leave any questions or comments that we can improve on for future episodes, uh. You can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.